Hey, it's George and Jess. Your journey of self-discovery starts here. We've talked about this before, but I don't believe on our podcast. I think we may have mentioned it when we had Kelly the hypnotherapist on, but that was just briefly um, during that conversation. We, We referenced it because her husband and I both knew that you guys, your love language, the last time, the first time you took it, the last time prior to that was words of affirmation. Correct. Correct. And we had talked about how sometimes that can be exhausting for a partner (laughs) because they don't realize that they're always supposed to be giving, affirming, giving compliments. Yeah. Right. So yeah, we're talking about the five love languages. Uh, which is from a book by Gary Chapman. And God, did this come out in the 70s? Is it that old? I don't know. Let me look. Because you and I did this about five years ago. And then we just recently did it. Like yesterday. Did your... Mine's the exact same as it was five years ago. Oh, okay. Mine actually changed. Um, But... First of all, explain to people what the five love languages are. So, well, let me digress even further. The the five love languages are essentially how you feel love. Right. And they are words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time, acts of service, and gifts. Right. So those, everyone has a dominant language that is the way in which they feel love. And it could be the same and it could be different than your partner. Sure. And so it's it's cool when this book came out and and got popular, it um was bringing up the point that like you and your partner may not even be speaking the same love language when it comes to love and that may cause issues, confusion, frustration, where you're, you know, if your love language is acts of service and I'm constantly like, hey, you look great. You look nice. Thanks for being awesome. I appreciate you. Then I'm not speaking your love language. That Correct. would be words of affirmation. So it's interesting. It's The quiz is accessible online and it's free to take. And it only takes a few minutes to... Um, yeah, if you go to five lovelanguages.com. Yeah, the number five love languages, it's it's easy to access. I was trying to find when the book was published. This says 2015. I don't think that's right. I think it's older than that. But anyway, it's not important. Okay. So yours is quality time. Quality time. And mine is yeah. two. But the first time you took it, it was words of affirmation. And that is second on my. Yeah, it's because I, I and I completely that when you took it the first time and and, and that came up, I was like, I I get that. And, yeah. And, and the weird thing about this is, I don't think it's just life experience that that creates or sculpts somebody like that. I think that I maybe maybe it is. I don't know, but I, I believe that maybe <laughs> this sounds crazy. But I think that may be a genetic makeup thing. I, I Does that sound nuts? No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I think that there's all parts of us come from 
different. Some is right. nature, some is nurture, some is DNA, well, some is. Well, it goes back to what you and I have talked about. Most people, and again, this is going to, I don't want to get too crazy here, but I believe that you can inherit genetics and have a dominant gene that may be in your body from 500 years ago yeah, and or that's, a thousand. I mean, it's weird how that stuff pops up, but it's there and you, and you don't know when it could be dominant and, and just surface. And that's part of like the generation healing, the generational trauma right. where you're actually changing and it's not just changing the experience. It's actually changing like what is being passed down, which is super fascinating stuff. I mean, I'm yeah. not learned enough in it to to speak real intelligently about it, but I think you're right. Like that you can inherit traits or um, things that come from years and years and years and generations and generations. Right, it's crazy. I mean, in, it, in a family lineage. If you would have told me that, years ago, I would have said, no way, that's not a thing, right? But when you read more about it and then you observe that and then you look at past generations or family, yeah, right? And you see that, it's like, you, I, I can completely see it. But you, I also believe that you can change. Sure, I, I agree, yeah, and, absolutely. And kind of change that entire trajectory of genetics too. Like- like it, like it's not there anymore. Yeah, you can. I, oh, I, I you didn't. Can, yeah. You can heal and change DNA. Because didn't you believe, like, at some point that you had? God, this is going to sound weird. A witch was it? A witch wound? <laughs> yeah, that is a, a common. Um, what is what is that again? Where like there was a, some oppression from right a, a ancestor right or past life, and it was a trauma. A traumatic, yeah. a traumatic event that perhaps you inherited some of that. Yep. That trauma. Yep. And who told you that? Was um, it, was it somebody no one that, told me that. Oh, okay. It was just, I just like, kind of uncovered that through different you kind of healing that I've done where. Perhaps. Then. It's like Got that's it. kind of come up okay. several times. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, my, my uh, love language is quality time. And that's, it's interesting that it changed because. I feel like I don't have any time. And so that's probably why I have more value on time. Right. And we spend less time together you now. Know, and that I can totally see how this could develop. And I'll tell you, I think it's obvious to both you and me. We have for 11 years, we worked together every day, all day. Mm -hmm. And now for the past year, going on a year and a half now, probably closing, right? Or more than a year, a year and a quarter at least. Yeah. We are separated for about eight hours a day, eight, nine hours a day. Which is normal. Most right. couples are, right, but we right. just weren't yeah, right. for 11 years. So now we kind of uh, experience what a lot of couples do. You get up, you get the kids ready. They go to school, you go your way, I go mine, and then we don't see each other until you're home from work. Right. And that... And we used to be able to. We, we had just, lunch together yeah. every day. We ran errands together. Well, in the we prepped our shows. We yeah, did, yeah, we, we did. were we were together all the time. And when we did promotions and all of that stuff, that's we were together. And there was a lot of in our old job because we worked together and because it was a 
like a people facing job, there was a lot of events that required us to get a babysitter and we would go do events together. Yeah. Like out and about. Yep. And that would often become like kind of a quote unquote date night. Sure. You know, depending on the event. And now we don't have that either. So th- I would say I've put more of a value on quality time over the last year right. as our circumstances have changed. And I also, yeah, I would say that is, that's a big thing. That's one of the things that I, people are be like, oh, that's gotta be nice to have that break. I'm like, I miss, I miss you and I being together and being that team that we were too. I, I liked that. Yeah, so many, I get asked that all the time, like, oh my God, I bet it was awful working with your husband. I could never work with my husband. And I'm like, yeah, actually it was great. Yeah. <laughs> like, it worked really well for us. It certainly wouldn't work for everyone. I know no, that, but, but it did. But I think what- And I think it was what we were yes, doing too. Yeah. Like I couldn't see like you being in the desk next to me now. No, not, do, not doing that. No, no absolutely that would, not. That would be- hard and weird and no. I don't think it would go well for but us. But looking looking ahead I I could see us as a media entity in a on a different format like our podcast down the road. I could see that working again because you want to know why it's something we're passionate about and it's something we enjoy. Yeah, and we're yeah. we're really creative and we kind of play into each other's strengths I right. would say like if there's an area where you're really strong there's another area where I'm really strong and, and it works for us when it came to the creative side of it I would say this most people you probably have a co-worker right most people have a co-worker that you click with right yeah. and they and they thrive together you and I did that yeah right so yep. so when we lost that I know this sounds bizarre to some people they're like how does a married couple work together for 11 years all the time because there was a lot of time when it was just you and I, most probably five, six hours a day. It was yeah. just you and I. Yep. You know, and uh, it it's a it's a different approach when you're when you're both focused on something, mm-hmm. right? And it's an and it's an actual task, right? But we loved what we were doing, and I think that was the difference maker. For sure. Yeah. It's not like it's not like two people sitting down in a corporate office at desks across from each other crunching numbers. Right. Right. Or and, like, hey Gary, do you have that spreadsheet for me? Right, right. Like it wasn't yeah. like that. No, it was not that Which type is, of thing. When you're in an industry that's creative like that, it's it is a totally different. Oh, completely. Vibe. And yeah. the, and the work that I do now is creative, but there's a lot more spreadsheets and desk work and sure. and tasks like that. But when we do get to be creative, I'm really lucky that I have two teammates that we've all clicked. You and were lucky to bounce out of I, what were where we were at and in be with Jamie I, and Kelsey. I definitely yeah, was. I know you are. And I, Very lucky. I'm, I f- like value that too. But <laughs> I, the, I'm not surprised that my love language changed but i also can see like the words of affirmation thing that becoming less important to me like it's still nice to hear sure like you look nice or whatever you're great job with whatever yeah Yeah, but it's becoming um less important i think i feel like i value that more at work where i like it when my work is recognized right or i like it when you know, it's, I, I get a mention on a, on a team meeting or something like that. So 
that's an interesting thing that I've noticed where like the words of affirmation thing as a love language with you, right? I feel like is, is less important to me. Sure. Yeah. I could totally see that. But I still, I mean, I still like to be recognized. Right. Like, I know. I know. I know. But I can for doing a good job at something. But. I can see where, where at that time going back five, six years, whenever that was, we took that test we had so much time together that you didn't realize that if it was taken from you, you might mess it. Right. Right. And I was the same way. I took it for granted. Yeah, I would say yeah. that too. And I think I was a lot more insecure in other ways where the, those words of affirmation felt like something I needed. Right. Where now I feel more comfortable, more confident, and I don't feel like... I need to constantly be reinforced for what have you. Right. There's, it's interesting when you dig more into the five love languages and then you have somebody take that test and then they tell you what theirs is. If you know them well enough, it, it usually doesn't surprise you. Yeah. It's funny. Cause, cause I, so it's pretty accurate, you know, and it, and it only takes like ten, five minutes. It's really easy. And it's, it's funny. Um, even like with your friends yeah. or if you're making a new friend, and and it comes up, um, you can often see that love expressed in a non-romantic way. Sure. Just as like a caring thing. Yeah. Like I have made a new friend and she got me a gift. And, it, you know, it was a, a small gift and it was funny and, and it was really sweet. And then she was like, what's your love language? And I was like, oh, yours is gifts. And she's like, yeah, it is. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that makes so much sense. And I am like not a gift person. Right. Like I like gifts sure, and I, and I give gifts, but it's not, it's the, the lowest love language for me was gifts. And so I always, it's weird, funny, hard, whatever word you want to use when you run into someone whose love language is gifts and yours is very much not. No, it's like very, mine, mine came in at the bottom. Mine did too. Yeah. So I just feel like, ah, thank you. Oh my gosh. And then I'm like, okay, now how do I like, I just, my brain doesn't think like that. Right. So I, I always appreciate people that are really good at gifts. I just am not. Well, I, the people that if gifts are their love language, they're really good at giving stuff that doesn't necessarily have to cost a ton of no. money there. It's very thoughtful. It's gifts. thoughtful. And like, um, it does mean a lot because it means they were thinking about you yeah, and they, and they wanted to show you that through a physical object and they know you well enough and they think about what you would appreciate. Yeah. And the, sometimes the smallest gesture can be it. this example that I'm using. It was deodorant. Cause I had, I had been complaining about maybe she just thought you stink. no, <laughs> <laughs> I did sing for a while. I had been complaining about trying to find a natural deodorant right. that I liked. And I had tried all these brands and she had messaged me and she was like, try native. And I was like, it's like $14. Like yeah. that's insane. I'm not spending $14 <laughs> right. on deodorant. So then I tried another brand and that didn't work. Well, she bought me about a tube of native deodorant and I was like, oh my God, you're so funny. Well, anyway, it's really good. It's the best. Does it work? Yes. Because I haven't noticed you. No, I, <laughs> I, haven't, I, I don't like, smell. No. <laughs> I've, anymore. You've never. Here's here's the thing about <laughs> you. 
is even if you don't use deodorant, you you've you, I've even when you go to the gym, you never smell. No, I'm a delicate flower. You don't I stink really. And so when I come home from the gym, I'm not kidding. There are some times when I'm repulsing myself, <laughs> and I'm like, I have got to get out of this these clothes and get in the shower. And then the clothes that I leave on the floor, I have to get, immediately get down to the wash because they stink so bad. Yeah, I guess I, I've never really been I like sweat. stinky like that, but oh, I could man. definitely tell when I was using other natural deodorants that I had a very earthy smell. It was a very natural <laughs> smell. Did you, you like a... Like, uh, what's the, is it, what's the stuff that uh, a lot of the uh, hippies wear? Patchouli. Patchouli. No, it didn't smell like that. It just smelled very, uh, natural. Very natural. So anyway, she, yeah. she bought me the native deodorant and I was like, oh, that is so nice. Well, I and think. It, and it's worth the $14. So I'm going to buy my own. Do you think that more couples would benefit if they took the test? Or, or do you think that most could look at the list of all five and they would know each other well enough to be able to pick out which one it's going to be. No, I think you should take the test because then you have it on paper. I think you could easily assume something about someone, even right. if it is someone that you know very well and you love and you've been in a relationship with a long time, you could easily assume. It was because when we, when we re referenced this, when Kelly, the hypnotherapist mm -hmm. was here, I believe that she said her love language was words of affirmation yep. as well, right? Yep. Because that's what I, when I asked her husband, I was like, so, and she, she admitted, she was like, sometimes that can be exhausting for whoever, the, you know, whoever's on the other end of that, because without, you know, without thinking, sometimes that, that there's just not enough of that going on. And, and then you, and then you just find yourself doing it. Like, should I pay him a compliment? Oh, I mean, right. Like, oh, she probably like if I said something, nice. well, it's just everything. It, it just comes down to everything because I remember years ago, if I, you were, and I didn't know, but you were waiting for me to compliment something that you have done. It was a haircut. Yeah. And I was like, I remember. <laughs> and I was like, like I don't, I didn't even say anything about my haircut. <laughs> and you were like, I thought it, it looked good. I like it. I didn't know I was supposed to say something about it. Right. And I was like, oh, there, we have a disconnect. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I do remember that. I do remember that. So, gentlemen, if your wife comes home with the new do, make sure you say something about it. I feel, it. and even now, I'm like, nah, whatever. If you didn't say anything about my hair, I would. But I can't remember. I would either ask or just go about my life. Right. It doesn't, you know, I don't know. I, again, I was, I think a lot of it had to do with just insecurity. Right. Where I just felt like I needed, re I needed someone to tell me like, it's but, okay. And I, I used to do that a lot with friends. Like if I was trying to decide what to wear for an event or if I should cut my hair, I would, I would pull like, all my friends and I would send them screenshots and I would send them outfits and should I wear this or should I wear that? And I don't do that anymore because I, I, I'm the only one that it matters to. Right. You know? Yeah. I could see that. But when I go back to the genetics thing, it's, it's strange because if you find somebody like that has one of these languages, uh -huh. which we all do have one at least. Right. But, and then it, you usually find that that runs in their family. Mm -hmm. 
And it's that's why I'm thinking that's that just can't. Maybe it was the upbringing, but uh, I think it. I think several things factor. But in. but the reason I don't think when I, 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 straight genetics is because, well, our son is exactly like you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just you. Copy paste. Yeah. As far as that that mental makeup, exactly. Well, and he looks just like me too. Yes, and he does look like you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, and it's just, it is. That's why I, it's strange. Well, I, I've noticed that obviously with Clara, you know, at, at six years old now when her personality is really glowing, I'm like, I mean, I'm, I'm like, damn, you are acting just like, <laughs> right, with the temper sometimes. And she's really, I don't give a shit. She doesn't say that, but that I can tell. She will. Yeah, she's. As she's, soon as she develops that language, very, she will. <laughs> She's very much, and I think to myself, because I don't want her to necessarily be like me with with a lot of those traits, and I see it, and I'm like, oh, my God. So that does happen. Oh, yeah. It do- it's it just does. there. It's just there. It's just weird. And you have right? to, like, what what's cool is you can actually go on the Five Love Languages website and take the test for your kids, too, or, like, with them. Right. And determine theirs. Again, you can probably figure it out. I think that you have to, think, they have to get it to a certain age. But I think can, if they're big enough, yeah. um, it, that's interesting too, because it just, again, it just gives you another insight to. I think around that middle school age, I bet they could have a pretty good idea. Yeah. It just yeah. gives you a, a better insight into like really how, how are they feeling love? Like yes. what does that look like for them? And that can just make your life easier and yeah. better. Um, and I was thinking about this when you were talking about the words of affirmation thing, that's gotta be very low on yours. It is, is it rock, second to last. It's rock bottom. I oh, think. it's after. <laughs> let me see. Let me see. Okay. Let me see. Because uh, that's what I was going to say is if you have something that's very low on wor- your own chart, <laughs> words of affirmation and receiving gifts are tied for last. Tied for last. Okay. So if you do not, if that is very low for you, words of affirmation, like words of affirmation make you uncomfortable. I hate them. You hate them. I hate compliments. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind giving them. I do not want them directed at me. Right. I do not like being recognized or given awards or I just do not feel comfortable with that stuff. I don't like it. And I'm like, give me a trophy. Right. And I know. And I know. Um, but so that makes sense that that's not the first thing that comes to mind for you is to offer words of affirmation sure. because you don't like them. They make you uncomfortable. Right. So that isn't the first thing that naturally comes to you as a way to express love. And that, and that is where, where the understanding starts to come exactly. in. Right? Yeah. So now that I understand that and you understand, it just gives you more tools in your tool belt. It just makes things sure. s- smoother. Yeah. Because you you have a better understanding. Like I understand that you don't like words of affirmation. So that's it's not that you don't like my hair, don't think my outfit looks pretty. That's just not the first thing that's coming to your mind to say to me. Yeah. It is. It makes a lot of sense once you start to dig into it. Yeah. It's really interesting. We ha- did we did we have a copy of that book somewhere? I don't think so. I think I got it at the library yeah. and I did read it and it's, it's really interesting. Yeah. I just took the quiz and there's, you know, ways that you can explore you and your partner's 
love language and figure out how to express and show love and how to reciprocate that in a way that is meaningful to them. Yeah. If you read, I mean, without reading the book, if you want the quick, it's run, a really short book. Yeah. If you want a, the quick run over, just dig into that website. The website is, is rich with content. Yeah, it is. And, and, and I encourage people to take that test and then have and your even part. If you've taken it. Yeah. Like take it again. Yeah. And just it see if it change. changes. Yeah. Mine did. It's, and it, it, it is interesting. Me. And it's so easy to take. Literally. It's, it's not even five minutes. There is one for like the workplace too that you can take. Sure, that's, that's, it's a little different because it's not like, I think physical touches on there, but it's more like, you know, like high five. It's obviously not inappropriate physical touch. Right. <laughs> but they, there is one for the workplace that you can take too, which is also interesting. Like, I just think the more you can learn about other people that you're having daily in, interactions with, and you want to have meaningful relationships. Oh God, that's so important. The more you yeah. can know about them and understand them, right. the easier it is and the better it is for everyone. Like we take a test at work, a personality test. Um, I can't remember. It's DISC, D-I-S-C. And you you find out like where you fall in this personality chart. And we, we found out at a leadership meeting that like the personality style that I have, I'm like one of the only ones in the office that has it. Really? So it all of a sudden I was like, oh, that's why I feel oftentimes like, like you don't in fit a in. full group setting <laughs> with the team. Right. Like I feel like I don't fit in. Like and not, an outcast. And not like they ever make me feel like that. I just feel like I am very different. Like yeah. my, everything that is <laughs> happening in my head is totally different. And it, and it is. Yeah. So that was really helpful for me to see that and be like, oh, okay, I'm just going to be, do me and they'll do them and, and we'll coexist. That's a, I think that's, that's really cool because mm -hmm. I, I think that great management and, uh, is different today than it was in the past. And I've worked for really good managers yeah. and they never viewed themselves as, I would say management. Like we we bring up Dave a lot. He was Dave. he was the he was. Would it be cool if we could get Dave on the pod? <laughs> I would love to have him. He's That'd I mean amazing. He was one of the greatest communicators I've ever come across, and he was the GM that put us on the air together. And he he got it. He I, I, it's hard to explain, but when you meet a a, a manager that that just gets it. Uh huh. And they, they know how to make everybody feel important, find their strengths, and just let them go. Yeah. You don't need to manage them. When you find out what they do well, get them going and then just let them go. Right. Because that's that's what he figured out. And get and then making all of that work together, right? Yes. Never, and, never micromanaged anything. And not trying to change people. Like no, if your right. personality style is this and this is where you thrive in Excel then these are the kinds of tasks and assignments that you need. This plays into uh, uh, what a lot, because of this rapidly changing world that we live in. It's, it's, I'm not kidding when I, I, we reference this a lot, but it is changing so fast. The generation gaps are shrinking so small that a lot of management, I mean, in today's world needs to figure out the younger generation mm -hmm. and they're struggling with that mm -hmm. because they're not doing things like we have in the past. And it's only going to be 
it's moving further and more further different away. And right? More different. You've got to be on the front end of that, and they're not getting it. It was funny. I mean, I saw it a couple of years ago. Again, I always reference this, but with the remote work thing, mm-hmm. if you go back even a year ago, a year and a half ago, they were all there was oh, a lot of these guys were into commercial real estate, so they wanted to fill their empty buildings. But I said, and, and it, this doesn't apply to every job, but where it did work, I said, this is never going to go back. And these these Gen Zs and younger millennials, they know that they don't have to go into an office building. So it was really hard for a lot of management to understand mm-hmm. that, right? And it's just that's knowing what's inside their minds, right? And how yeah. they think and relating to them. And you know what? And in finding out what what makes them tick. I I think the the testing you talked about, I think is a brilliant idea. And I think more, more companies need to do stuff like that. It was awesome. Yeah. And everybody got like a little printout with like, kind of the do's and don'ts for communicating right with that person that we all have like taped up on our desks and it's just a great reminder like that everyone communicates differently right and i often feel like i'm speaking another language sure when i talk to my coworkers not within my department but outside of my department i feel like i am speaking another language and but knowing that makes it easier sure where i'm like okay these people are very numbers oriented they're very analytical they're they want black and white and i'm like tie-dye like in my mind so i have to we have to come together in this little gray area and try and figure things out but when when we know that it makes it easier to do that rather than you know each of us kind of speaking our own language and refusing to you know with marketing just people like you the department you work with you and jamie and kelsey i think the biggest struggle you will have is a lot of the individuals in construction in general are matter of fact per people and it's difficult to uh make them understand the creative side of things anybody who's in the creative in in if you are in an industry where you do creative work and that's your job like i have for decades and you as well when you try to convey that message to somebody who's not in a creative department, sometimes that feels like the, like the seventh level of hell because you can't, they don't get it. Right. Right. And at the same time, when they're trying to tell you about deadlines and construction projects and all that, they're, you're, they're talking basically Chinese to you and you don't get it. Right. So you have to understand that about each other. Yes. Right. And then, and then instead of getting frustrated, Yeah. And that's where that personality test really came into play, where it was like the S's were very like subdued and quiet and they just wanted to do the tasks and, you know, have them checked off. And my personality type was an I, which is very much like colors outside the lines, like very much willing to be the center of attention willing to go on stage, like likes a, a party, a sure. crowd, all of these things. So if this person is talking to this person on opposite at like literal opposite ends of this little spectrum, yeah, that can pose some challenges, yeah, yeah, but it, now it, we yeah. know it and that makes it a lot easier. Right. And, and we're empowered to come together and have those conversations. So 
it's good. It is good. The more you can know we, about it. I would have liked to take this. At our, it wouldn't have changed anything. but The the DISC personality test? Yeah, at our yeah. last um, in, you know place of employment. Because, I mean, it got to the point where I was just, I would look at, you know. Well, you're a D. I don't well, need you to take the test. You're a D. That's what, a driver. What is that? That is aggressive. That is like. That's uh, the, that's because action I, taker. <laughs> that is um, I, there. You might be able to take it for free online. It's the disc personality assessment, but I, you don't need to take it. You're a D. Um, <laughs> I can I can very easily tell that. Well, maybe if I would have known that, I wouldn't have had to look at some people in sales and be like, "That's the stupidest idea I've ever heard." Yeah, very assertive. Yeah. Like wants it done three days ago, right, so. doesn't care how it gets done. Like <laughs> that is a D like, okay. Yeah. I, I could see that. I could see it's that. It's not a bad thing. No, like no, we need yeah. all of these different personality types to make the world go round. Yeah. Like there's no one that's better or worse <laughs> than the other, but, but understanding each other. Yeah, that, that's, that's what that's what it yes. comes down to, yes. right? So I love, yeah, I love the fact that you did that. Who came in? How how did that all get set up? We had worked? a trainer. We um, his name was Jason. He's oh, awesome. from Oatana, and he does corporate trainings. That's awesome. And so we split into small groups, and we do like this. It was like a ten week training, um, once a week. That's cool for a couple hours. And more companies need to do. Yeah, that. it was super cool. It was a fun like opportunity, that. and we and it put all the departments in one room, and we had to partner off and do activities, and that's cool. I it like was it. fun. I so. Like it. Yeah, it's just really, and same with the five love languages. It's just like learn. Understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're not other. speaking the same love language, you're you're going to have issues. Yeah, you have And to. it's speaking the same language isn't going to take away all the issues, but it might make them easier to sort through. Yes, absolutely. I think, well, I, I, again, it's a free test. Uh, the five love languages, if you look it up, it'll come right up and it'll take you less than five minutes. Uh, run through it and uh, have your partner do it and just kind of, it, it'll, it'll probably bring a lot of things to light. Yes. I, I, Cause I, you know how skeptic I am when it comes to things like that. Yes. Skeptical, I should say. And uh, I, when we did it, I was like, well, that indeed yeah. is pretty much dead on. It tells me that we need to do more um, like date nights, which I think is kind of a cheesy term. No, it isn't because we honestly, over the past year, we because that used to be almost like a regular thing. And I think that's because a lot of it involved work. A lot of it involved work. Yeah. And so it was kind of like a forced date night right. because we had to be at XYZ for work. And right. we both needed to be there. We are, we are very close to be, because well, honestly, it's not like you have to have somebody all night. I would like to be able to just more often, and I guarantee you most couples are going to agree with this more often to be able to be like, we're going to be gone for an hour and a half or two hours. We're going to go have dinner. Right. That's and be like, it. Well, yeah, we're not far from being able to do that. We're like, very close. Call us if you need us. But. So it's just like, and I think I, that doing that even once a week. The problem is, is that the six-year-old is also a D driver. Yeah, right. I and know. the 11-year-old <laughs> is a not driver. Uh, no. And so we have a little bit of a power dynamic that doesn't that, no, really yeah. work out yet. There's yeah, that she's <laughs> never ever gonna not be in charge. So right. so it's just uh but we're we're close. We're getting we're close. Yeah, but we're still close. even even having said that, just going back to the point where like, could we get somebody for just I mean, we need to make it a point 
now. We know yeah. that. We both took the thing, quality time right. together. To, to at least every now and then, because it's we been, it, we haven't, it's been, we go months. Yeah, we, 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 had we dinner haven't even with, traveled either. We had dinner with friends. We traveled last May, we, I remember, and that was because we had booked that yeah. prior to a lot. But I mean, it was just like, we haven't, yeah, we haven't gotten. Yeah. Well, and, and I think all adding to that, because of our lifestyle change, obviously, but adding to that is. It's a, we also need to learn a new way to navigate this alcohol-free lifestyle. I do think that's a huge part because of it. And there's no concerts. I mean, I don't mind going to shows, but I'm not going to a country booze fest down at the center, Civic Center. No, for or, the fifty-second yeah, time. I'm not. Yeah, come on. Um, but that has been a big part of it yeah. because where we live is big in alcohol culture. That's yeah. a alcohol is a huge part of most events recreational anything um and so like at first we were just kind of like i don't really want to do that and now that we're over a year removed from alcohol it's like we just need to find new things to do together and, uh, that are right fun and not this is more. <laughs> this yeah i know this is another one of those steps through that process yep. for couples i think a lot of them you know, and it's it's an interesting conversation. I'm, I'm I I I hope I'm hoping tomorrow morning to have another guy I know that was one of the guys yeah. that actually inspired me to just stop. Right? Yeah. I mean, I'm, there's so many of these men that you, you don't necessarily need to go to rehab. You don't. I mean, there's all of these different things, right? You, maybe you just want to stop drinking. I think there's a lot of guys out there that are like that, and they just don't know how to do it. Yeah. It's like they, they just literally just don't want to drink anymore. Well, and it does feel like that is gaining steam. I can tell you that when you are in it, right? Whether you are dealing with an addiction or alcohol use disorder or not, like if it's a big part of your life, drinking, it, 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 it I will feels say this. like, yeah. well, how could I ever not drink? Yeah. I will say this. If even if it's just a regular Friday, Saturday weekend type thing. Yeah. That's enough to mess your life up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And and if it's something that you're curious about not doing, it can feel like, well, that would be nice, but how? A lot of our social events in the past, because of what we did, again, it was the mm -hmm. the industry, the adult beverage industry was part of it. Yep. We promoted them. They were advertisers. It was a just, it was part of the game. Yeah. Uh, so, but going back to this, I would say take the test. I'll put a link in the show notes. Yeah. To the web, to the five love yeah, languages give it website. A, give it a quick spin. It might make for fun conversation. It will. I guarantee it's 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 eye opening, and you can get your partner to do it. Because I know that again, eighty percent of our listening audience is, is women. You can get your guy to take it. It'll take him five minutes. He can do it on his phone. Not even five minutes. Hell, I can. You could you could both do it in the morning before you head to work. Yeah, it literally it's is that quick. quick. Or if. If you're dating someone. Right. If you're, you know. Instead of just swiping, is it right or left? I have no idea. What is it? I'll have to get Brett back on yeah, on that. He's, find out from the tots. The youths will know. He, he's the aficionado when it comes to dating websites. These, these, these. <laughs> I don't know if he'd want to be known as that. Well, oh, yeah, right. He'll probably be like, don't, don't talk about me hey. like that. Right. <laughs> okay. It's amazing. Well, anyways, we'll have the link up on our website. Go to, uh, 
uh, georgeandjess.com on our social media pages as well. Right? Yeah, I'll just put in the show notes on okay. the episode. There you go. Since you're already here. Right, exactly. And uh, tune in tomorrow morning. Again, I'll have another uh, ep- uh, episode of Man in Sobriety. Hopefully, okay, we know how this schedules works. Schedules change. Yes, yeah, schedules change, but hopefully... It will uh, be obviously myself and uh, a friend of mine, Brady, who owns a couple of uh, accounting services here in Mankato. And uh, he's a professional guy, successful. And I like to highlight guys to show other men you do not need to be successful in the corporate world or any business and drink. You you don't have to drink because I hear that all the time. Oh, you know, I got to do it. No, you don't. You do not. You do not need to drink. To be, It's not part of your job. And you can be, you can continue doing what you're doing yeah. and not drink. And you'll learn that, right? Because I know. But I get why why the, that would be your first thought. Right. The people, I was there. Yeah, me I too. I was there. So I, I get, I've been there and I know that, but I've learned that that is just nonsense. Right. Absolute but you nonsense. you and these guys that you're bringing in can help other yeah, individuals yeah. navigate those things. Right, exactly. Which I think those, that's why these conversations are cool. It's awesome. And I want other, especially some of these young guys too, like you don't have to go down that road and be the guy that's always got a glass of scotch or a beer or whatever in your hand. You don't have to be that guy. No. You can live, you can engage fitness and adventure and do all kinds of other things and live longer and healthier and be much happier if you don't drink. I'm just telling you that's, that's fact. So uh, hopefully we'll have Brady in tomorrow morning and we'll continue that discussion with him. And there'll be more guys. I got more guys lined up in the future that I know as well. Successful businessmen, that don't drink. <laughs> it's crazy. There's more they're than out there. There is more than you know. Yep. That's the thing because they just don't talk about it. But they're there, right? So it could be you as well. All right. Have yourself a fantastic Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow morning, and uh, we'll get the weekend rolling.